Welcome, friends. It's great to be back here once again hosting Wasn't That Special, 50 years of Saturday Night Live. They invited us back. We're way past the five-timers club. We're going to set all sorts of records for hosting this program. <laughs> Christian Schneider, Scott Bertram, your hosts for 50 years of SNL. Wasn't that special.com. Wasn't that special.com to find out more. You can find me on uh, X, formerly Twitter, at Scott Bertram. My co-host is here, Christian Schneider, at Schneider underscore CM on Twitter. Christian, how are you? I'm good. And Scott, can I just tell you one thing? You look marvelous. Uh, I needed to hear that again. Yes, because I know you can't <laughs> you can't hear that enough. We people will think uh, pe- people think, you know, the SNL connoisseurs think that started season 10. But no, no, it started season nine. We'll uh, we're we'll, gonna talk about today. That's right. We'll get to that a little bit later on. It is season nine, our season <laughs> nine, 1983-1984 coverage of Saturday Night Live. Before we get going. Very quickly, we've had a lot of people jump on in the past week, 10 days or so. So thank you all who are now with us for season nine. For those who are not and perhaps thinking about it or listening to a preview, now's the best time to jump on because we're just before season 10, the Yankee season of SNL, and we're just before Lorne comes back, and we're just before Dana Carr. There's all, all sorts of just befores. You are right on the precipice of hearing wonderful stuff, plus all the amazing stuff previously. So... Go to wasn'tthatspecial.com. You can sign up to join us on a monthly basis or save some money by joining us on an annual basis or be really special, impress all your friends and join us at the executive producer level. At that level, you, friends, can tell us what to talk about. We take a poll of our uh, executive producers before each program and say, what do you want to hear? Who do you want us to talk about? What sketches should we cover? What angles do you want us to cover? And then we do it because as executive producers, you help control us. Plus, you get access to all the stuff Christian does, and that's a lot. Christian, what do you do for every single season of SNL? Well, we discuss behind the scenes a lot of things that don't make it to the podcast. Otherwise, this would be a 12-hour long podcast. The podcast would literally be as long as a full season. We would do 20 hours. This would be a Ken Um, Burns-esque thing if we did that. (laughs) Right, with a lot of uh, a lot of music, a lot of uh, a lot of George Will. Um, yeah, so we I put that all together. The conversations that we have back and forth about uh, a lot of sketches that are have long been forgotten, whether they're good or they're bad. Uh, and you get a lot of that uh, a lot of that discussion. You get extra clips because when when you hear us talk about the clips, that you you immediately want to rush and say, "I want to see these things." Uh, we put together a clips package for you um, and also some newspaper clippings from the time because you want to see contemporaneously what people were saying about Nell at the time. So we provide that all sorts of stuff. You can't, you're losing money by not, uh, <laughs> by not subscribing. Plus, at the very uh, end, as we conclude the 50-season episodes, we'll have some, some voting on, uh, on things like best season, maybe best single episode, best cast, best cast members, all sorts of, of those awards to hand out. And who votes? Well, it's Christian, and it's me, and it's all of our executive producers who are with us at the time. So our, uh, our, our concluding, conclusion at the end of 50 seasons of shows We'll take some votes. We'll hand out some some hardware, and you get to vote with us if you are executive producers. Enough of that. Join us, please. Wasn'tthatspecial.com. Wasn'tthatspecial.com. 
It's season nine today, Christian, and I think we always attempt at the very top to give a, 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 I don't know, one-line summary or an overarching theme of a season. So I'm going to put you on the spot. How would you describe season nine in a line or two? I would describe it as transitional. Um, I think we saw probably the best of the Murphy Piscopo era last year, uh, where they were at their very top. And I think some things happened this year that uh, made them decide to do what they do in season 10, which we will talk about at some point. Uh, But yeah, you start to, for the most part, you lose uh, Eddie Murphy, who is on to bigger and better things. Uh, You start to bring in new people in order to try to uh, make things better. I tried to replace Eddie, which of course you can't do. So you have multiple people come in. It's very much on its way to something. If it, if it were a great season, then they probably wouldn't have made all the changes that they did coming into season 10. It's not as good as uh, as season eight, but uh, you know, there's still some highlights. It, just in looking in our grades, you know, we do, we grade each sketch as we say every time. Not a lot of uh, five five star sketches. I believe we have one, <laughs> and uh, but a lot of a lot of kind of four stars. A lot of ones that are very good, but not but not classic. So, if you, uh, I if, think that's what we're going to talk about here. Yeah, if you say transitional, I would say uh, fragmented, segmented. Yeah. Uh, there is not a very smooth through line for this season, and because of the various shapes that it takes, it's almost like you're watching four different seasons. You're watching four different parts, like four quarters of a a football game or something, and they don't fit together all that well. And I would say in the end, it's not a good season. It's not a terrible season. It's not a bad season, but it's not a good season. And I think part of it is because of the way it is so segmented and, and fragmented uh, throughout the months it was on the air. In fact, one episode short because they ran out of money. There's only 19 episodes in this season. They wanted 20, <laughs> but sorry, we spent we spent it. We spent it on our guest hosts at some time throughout the year. So we'll, uh, we'll get into all that. We start by talking about who's in and who's out. And, and Christian alluded to Eddie Murphy not being around. And you're like, whoa, whoa, wait a second. Eddie, Eddie, we'll talk about that in a moment. People who are definitely in and definitely out. Let's start with the cast and move on to the writers, Christian. There is one name new this season, not in in episode one or two, but he jumps on in episode three, and that is there for most of the rest of the season. And it's a familiar last name, new first name. Jim Belushi joins the cast this year. Yeah, he uh, he comes in. They actually announce this, the the episode before he's he's set to come on. They announce in the good nights, like, hey, Jim Belushi is going to be on the next show. As if uh, anybody really knew who he, who he was at that point, other than John Belushi's brother, and he does—he's not on very long before he actually kind of has to broach that subject on on Saturday Night News Weekend Update, whatever they called it, because he he really had to talk about it. I'm sure that's all anybody was talking about at, at that point. But he comes in and immediately is in basically every sketch. <laughs> he, he he almost takes over the show, just just. As soon as he as he as he joins, I don't know how exactly that worked out, but uh, yeah, I mean, he was a major presence as soon as as soon as he started. It's weird 
uh, in that his very first episode, episode three, I went back and looked today. He's in, I think, all but two sketches. And this is Ebersol era. So that's like 15 sketches or whatever it is in the course of a show. <laughs> He's in everything. Uh, so Jim Belushi is a new cast member and that's it. No other cast members are gone. No one else joins. They just add Jim Belushi for a reason we'll get into in just a moment. But also very important who's out. And that is the tag team writing duo of David uh, uh, Barry Blostein and David Sheffield. Those are Eddie Murphy's preferred writers, the guys he worked with for a couple of years now on SNL. The only guys, one of three total writers to survive the purge after Gene Domanian was kicked out. And they leave just for greener pastures, for Hollywood, for writing movies. They got too big for the show. And they had been the, uh, I can't remember if they're coordinating writers. They, they, were, they were the head writers on the show for the year before, a year that we praised last episode. They're gone this year, Christian. And I think you feel this immediately. Those two guys knew what they were doing and showed last year, especially season eight, that they knew how to put a show together and write funny. And they're missed terribly in the early part of this season. Right. It helps that they were primarily writing for Eddie Murphy. <laughs> so, right. yeah, a lot and of Eddie helps write. But yes. Yeah. I checked out uh, Blaustein's first credit after post SNL, and it is Police Academy 2. <laughs> yes, they co wrote. Both those guys co wrote Police Academy 2. And then they went on to write uh, Coming to America, which is an incredible movie. And then, and also for Eddie Murphy. So uh, they kept that, that partnership going on. But yes, at the beginning of the season, it really starts with uh, with a couple clunkers. Um, the f- first uh, episode, you have Brandon Tartikoff, not exactly known for his comedy chops, since he was what president director of programming or president, president. of NBC. Yep. Or, yep, yep, president NBC. Yeah, and uh, so it, it's kind of cute that they have Brand- Brandon Tartikoff on. He was, I believe, just coming off uh, chemotherapy from uh, was it brain cancer that he had. I believe that's uh, correct. I, I I should have looked up uh, exactly what kind of cancer. It, it, it was a serious, it was serious. I mean, and, and, and he came back and there was a little of, let's do something nice for Brandon here. And th- that was part of this. You know, Dick and, and Brandon were pretty, pretty close. And Brandon Tartikoff, as president of NBC, uh, he has a great uh, book, a memoir of his time at NBC. And it's really, you know, well-written with great stories. It's called The Last Great Ride. And he talks about host talks about hosting and uh, talks about hosting SNL in the book. But part of this was, hey, Brandon Tartikoff loves television. Like he he loves television, and he loves SNL. And let's make him part of this thing that he actually runs. Right, he's president, but let's make him part of it. Let's let him host. There was a little bit of that, you know, with Dick, Dick Eversole in charge to allow that to happen. However, it is an odd choice for like a season opener. All right, they're going to open the season with the guy who runs the network. Yeah, um. yeah, uh, yeah. He, I mean, he's he's fairly wooden, but that's kind of the that's kind of the joke, right? And he 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 really he goes it all in. He you know he lets them make fun of him for his programming decisions and all that kind of stuff. Yep. That's become essentially an SNL. Uh, go-to move at this point um, back in the days when they were making fun of Fred Silverman at all. But yeah, it's it's not a good episode. And then we move on to Danny DeVito and Rhea Perlman, which was not a, not a good episode either. And then most disappointingly, I think oh, was yes. yeah. episode three, which is John Candy. Like, how do you screw up a John Candy episode? They but did. They, they did. This is uh this is Belushi's first episode. And, uh, it is not strong. 
Uh, before we slide off, David Sheffield talked with Conversations on PBS and told them a little bit about his decision to leave with Barry Blaustein after season eight of SNL. I was, uh, by the, the third year, I was the supervising producer of the show. And it was my job to edit all the short films and commercial parodies. Yeah. So I not only had I spent about an 80-hour week working every night, you know, very often until 2 or 3 in the morning, and then I had to stay up Friday night before the show editing all those pieces with these NBC editors and we were working with Stone Age equipment at that time. It took all night. Yeah. And it was, it was tiring. Plus, we wanted to write movies. With their best writers gone, Christian, at least they still have this guy named Eddie Murphy, who, I don't want to make, you've already gone on record here. I haven't made a big deal about this, but you've already gone on record (laughs) saying Eddie Murphy is the best SNL cast member of all time. I'm keeping my powder dry as we continue to to walk through seasons. Maybe he'll be somewhere in the 50s. It's too hard to, no. (laughs) (laughs) He'll be down Um, there with Piscopo, right? But you've said he's the best SNL cast member of all time. I, I, I think there likely is an argument that perhaps season eight could be the best single season by any SNL cast member of all time as as Eddie Murphy in, in, in season eight. And so the question entering season nine is really twofold. Will Eddie Murphy return because he's already tasted Hollywood success? And also, if not, does SNL live? The renewal was not um, guaranteed at this time in SNL's history. And so there were two big questions. Dick Ebersole tried to address both of them before season eight even ended. Yeah, look, Dick Ebersole's not a fool. He's seen the history of the show. He saw Chevy Chase get uh, too big for the show and leave. He saw Aykroyd and Belushi get too big for the show and leave. And at this point, Eddie Murphy had uh, trading places. He had uh, 48 hours. He was the biggest name in comedy in America. So he had to know uh, what what was happening? So he and you know Eddie Murphy is his his meal ticket uh, for for these last couple of years. So that's why I think he he made these moves uh, preemptively to bring Belushi on, uh, etc., to try to st- start to fill that hole even before Eddie was gone. And then of course there's the famous extra episode <laughs> where they brought in a crowd and they had Eddie tape a whole yeah. bunch of uh, a bunch of sketches. Uh, the, the year before, and this upset a lot of his a lot of his castmates. They said, "This is you know, this is a live show. How can you break that by letting Eddie, you know, not be there and run sketches that had been uh, recorded, you know, months ago?" So yeah, right toward the yeah. end of season eight, Dick Ebersole's trying to get season nine squared away with the network and with his talent, and essentially goes to Eddie and says, "Look." The future of the show relies on you. All of these (laughs) jobs are dependent upon your answer, Eddie Murphy. Will you come back for season nine? And uh, Eddie liked doing SNL, right? I mean, he he liked doing it. And um, he he was a big Hollywood star, but but eventually said, you know what? Yeah, but uh, let's figure out what this company, what what do I get for coming back to uh, Rinky Dink Late Night TV show when I could do uh, all the Hollywood stuff? What do you got? And if you want to hear all about how Eddie Murphy ends up this season, uh, you will have to subscribe to the podcast, which uh, is good for your mental health as well. You can sign up for a monthly subscription, or you can save yourself a little bit of money and sign up for an annual subscription. If you want extra material, uh, all sorts of good stuff that we put out, 
then you can sign up for an executive producer uh, subscription, which is always a good idea. So, and Scott is going to tell you all about the fun stuff you get with uh, with said subscriptions. First of all, you're our favorite people in the world. That should mean a lot to you. But you also get access to the bonus material churned out for each and every episode. All of our thoughts and notes on individual sketches that don't end up in the show, Christian compiles and sends out. Plus, you get a clips email as well that directs you to a number of the sketches we will have talked about during the course of the show and a few others, plus contemporaneous writings and reviews of SNL at the time, which are very interesting to read. And at the end of all of our 50 episodes, one for each season, we'll have some awards being handed out, uh, looking back on the entirety of the series and people who vote on them, your two co-hosts, as well as our executive producers. Plus, you get the, the, the good feeling in your heart of supporting something that you love, which is, wasn't that special, 50 years of SNL. So come on board, join us at wasn'tthatspecial.com, wasn'tthatspecial.com. Season 9 now, find out what happened with Eddie. Season 10 next, find out about Christopher Gast, Martin Short, Billy Crystal, and the uh, the Yankees all-star here of SNL. Visit us and join us, wasn'tthatspecial.com. Wasn't that special?